Hello, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Sagman, and with me, as always, is my best pal, Noelle Schmidt. You're listening to High Spirits. It's a show in which we talk about the supernatural and we drink booze. That's correct. Uh-huh. Noelle, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I'm uh, I'm going back to an old classic, the Boda Box Cabernet. Boda Box. It's wine in a box. Hey, look at you. Wine on tap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a classic. I am doing a Daisy Cutter Pale Ale from Half Acre right here in Chicago. This one is stamped with Balmoral, so just right around here. Oh, yeah. Did you go? You went to the Balmoral Pub I've been there with you. Yes, correct. Delightful. So good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Real nice. Go there. Yeah, they're getting so much free advertising from us for that tap room. Yeah, that tap room is incredible. It's really nice. Hey, uh... Anything you want to report? Anything you want to chat skis about? Um, no. <laughs> Our top banter is incredible. We're doing, I, we're terrible at opening the show. Yeah. Although I do want to say that I really liked how today you turned on your radio voice to open the show. Did I? Yeah. It gave me a little chortle. Oh, I didn't even realize With that. laughter. Chortle, chortle. Chortle, chortle. Uh, no. no. Sometimes I'm a, I'm a bit douchey. No, I like it. I don't, okay. I don't think it was douchey at all. I thought it was professional. Okay. And I was like, Ugh, I can't match this voice. Yeah, I can't help it, you guys. I have the voice of an angel. You sure do. Uh-huh. And I have the voice of um, some type of a troll, I think. it's. <laughs> I'm not totally... That sometimes is a little lispy. Huh. Lispy. Uh, I, yeah. I don't see that about you, but... Well, thank you. You know. It's more my looks. We are troll-like. Only- Worst critics. We, uh, I, uh, over the weekend had a holiday gathering, a post-holiday gathering with my girlfriends from college, which we do every year, um, which was fun. And um, they're all, not all of them, uh, several of them are very small people. And so whenever we take a picture, um, my friend Elizabeth and I like have to be on the ends Mm -hmm. because if we stand next to each other, it looks like we're going to eat them. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to take over all of these small people. Yeah. I get that. Do you remember Mandy Moore? I do. Yes. There was a, she's still a thing. I think. Well, she was married to, uh, Ryan Adams. Correct. And they got divorced. Yes. But, uh, way back in the Aussies, she took a picture with the Olsen twins (laughs) And the Olsen twins flanked her on either side. Now, Mandy Moore is not a big woman. No. I'm going to see if I can find this and put this picture on our website. It's got nothing to do with ghosts, but it has everything to do with, like, how not to take a picture with small people. Um, So Mandy Moore is maybe, I don't know, a healthy six, eight, you know, size six or size eight. Oh, yes. On either side of her. I thought you were saying six foot eight. And I was like, no, no, no. There's that's there's no way. There's a Mary Kate on one side and an Ashley uh-huh. on the other. And it looks like, I mean, Mandy Moore might as well be uh, Charles Barkley. <laughs> she looks insane. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. After that photo, I was like, wow, I wonder how much she dunks. <laughs> Who are those children she's adopted? Mandy Moore Olsen twins. Looking it up. Okay. Um... This is a newer one. Oh, I think, are they, they might be friends in real life. Oh, are they pally pals? Maybe. There's a lot of pictures of them. Oh. Well. Weird. Well, we'll figure that out. Speaking of the Olsen twins, let's talk about the supernatural. Okay. That was not a good segue. Well, they're dead, right? I. <laughs> Do we. <laughs> since, they've... since 1997. They've just faded from existence. Yeah, they, they, uh, if you guys don't know this, Full House has a bit of a Paul is dead sort of uh, patina around it. Yes. Well, um... there's a certain conspiracy that Mary Kate and Ashley died and they were replaced by other twins. What? Um, John, John Oliver has a theory that it's just one twin moving very fast to make it look like two. Oh, that's his theory. I could see that. Yeah. He's invited them onto the, his show several times and they've refused. They've said no. She's refused. <laughs> that used to be my theory about Michael and Janet Jackson. Okay. But then they did scream together. Oh yeah, they did. Well, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of scream, okay. see how the, anything can be a segue. Very good. I'm going to take you down to St. Louis, Missouri. Oh. We're going to the STL. Okay. We're going to Mo. To, uh... To Nellytown. No, yep. 
Anheuser-Busch land. Uh-huh. Okay. Beer land. Beer land. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about beer. Alrighty. We are talking today about the Lemp Mansion and Brewery. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know it. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll find out so much about it today. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, the Lemp Mansion and Brewery is at uh, 3322 Demonel Place. Um, it consists of, the brewery itself consists of 27 buildings on 13.7 acres uh, in a pie-shaped site. Uh, on one side, there's Cherokee Street. On the mm-hmm. other side is Lemp Avenue. And then to the south is uh, Broadway. <laughs> All I can think of is uh, that song, She's Lump. Oh, said, yeah. Like, who sings that song? She's Lump. She's Lump. I want to say the Offspring. No. She's the Presidents my... of the United States. It's the States. Presidents of the United States, which is what I was going to say originally. Okay. <laughs> She's in my head. Do they also do uh, peaches? Yeah. God, they're millions of peaches. Really bad band. Peaches. <laughs> they're still around. Still right. doing it. I think so. Let me take a picture with the Olsen twins. I hope so. Let me Google that. <laughs> Andy Moore. Uh, don't Google it. Stay with me. Um, that was Ryan Adams' first band, I believe. Ugh, Ryan Adams. No, he makes kidding. such great music. Okay. What? I don't really know much of oh. him. Hmm. That's fine. You, you and I have different tastes. We're different people. <laughs> We, as opposed to the Olsen twins, are, we are not the same person. Absolutely different people. Um, the first brew house of the Lemp Brewery was constructed in 1865. Okay. Uh, the brewery is built upon a complex of natural caves, which were once used for lagering of beer by early German brewers. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lemp Mansion and Brewery were connected by these caves. Uh, And they were called the Caves of St. Louis. (laughs) It's a great name. Yeah, why call it anything else? (laughs) (laughs) To the point. (laughs) To the point. Um, (laughs) They uh, use these um, caves to walk back and forth to work each day. Why go above ground? Ugh. You know. Who needs it? (laughs) I mean, it might have helped their tan. Their vitamin D intake? Yeah, they needed some D. Yeah. The lumps needed D. (laughs) <laughs> just getting around. I, I don't even know. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> These underground caves, um, naturally cool. Um, and this was incredibly important in the 1800s because this is before refrigeration. Oh, and it was cool. Yeah. Naturally cool. Nat- just like me. That's what they really say. About cool. me. No one says it about you. Nobody. Ryan, well, Ryan Adams used to say that about you until you dissed him on the radio. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ryan, Na- Ryan Adams. <laughs> yeah, so... Let's well, start over. You're naturally cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, they actually altered the caves to suit their purposes. They included stone arches, brick ceilings, um, and they paved the floors with brick. Cool. Yeah. They're actually quite stunning. They fell into disrepair. disrepair. People are not allowed to go into them, but people who have gone into them say they're really cool. None of them? You can no longer go in any of them? I don't think so. Oh, that's At a least bummer. not the general public. Okay. You know how, like, the catacombs in, Fran- in France or uh, Paris, to be more exact? Right. Some people can go into them. Some people can go fairly far into them, but to go... You can't go all the way through. To go the extent. You have yeah. to have either a permit or right. you have to steal your way in and God pray. There's a creepy movie about the catacombs with Shoshana something. something. Seinfeld? No. She was in A Knight's Tale. <laughs> I don't know. And I think that, who's her sister in it? Is it Pink? No. Her sister is Pink the singer? In the movie. Oh. About the catacombs. And they, they get in there. I mean, it's clearly not the actual catacombs, but. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, caves were used um, for storing and also um, in the summers when it was really hot they used them as beer gardens and places of entertainment Shannon Sossaman which is not close to Shoshona yeah and Pink Seinfeld is in the movie okay okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's okay we're killing it <laughs> so the original patriarch of the Lemp family when I'm saying Lemp I don't know if I'm saying it it, so you can hear it. It's L-E-M-P. Lemp. She's in my head. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Johan first came to... Um, 
Well, he was born in uh, Germany mm-hmm. in 1798, and he became a naturalized citizen um, of the U.S. in 1841. Okay. Johan did not go by Johan. He went by Adam. <laughs> I thought you were going to say John. Nope, I know. It, or it, Jack, even, but not yeah. Adam. Nope, he just straight up was like, Germany what? A Germany who? Call me Adam, please. It's biblical. <laughs> You know, people were they they weren't they weren't necessarily fans of the uh, German. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, he settled in St. Louis in 1838. Uh, the St. Louis City Directory lists him as a grocer from 1940 to 1941. Okay. Um, but what he really specialized in was his own vinegar and beer. Okay. Yeah. Vinegar beer, or they were separate things? Separate things. Okay, good. That's uh-huh. really that important. Yeah, that's... By 1940, he decided he would just solely manufacture uh, and sell beer, forming Western Brewery. Okay. Um, this is actually just uh, <laughs> just due south of where the arch stands. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Adam Lump's beer became very popular. Um, due to the increase of Germans in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lemp was one of the first in the country to produce German lager, uh, which was a big difference from all the English ales and the other porters coming in. And so... One may say superior to one to being myself. The German beers being yes. superior? Yeah, of course. So much better, you guys. Yeah, fuck those porters. What are you thinking? What are you doing? Well, I do like a good porter, I but guess. a German lager, there's nothing like it. No. No. Thank you. Drink it in the morning, drink it mm-hmm. in the evening, drink it at some time. good, like, BBK? Yeah. What's a BBK? It's a, it's a, a, a brand of beer, lager, oh. German lager. <laughs> you can get it done at the Hooten Bar. Ah, the Hooten. Uh-huh. Um, Adam's son, William, took over. Um, he was actually born in Germany in 1835. Uh, he completed he um, uh, completed his education at St. Louis University, mm-hmm. uh, where he worked at Western Brewery. Uh, in 1861, he enlisted he enlisted in the U.S. Uh, United States uh, Reserve Corps um, and achieved the rank of orderly sergeant. Okay. In 61, he married Julia Feichert. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, in 1862, his dad, Adam, died, and so William then became the owner and operator of Western Brewery. Alrighty. Yeah. Some of these details, eventually, you'll be like, oh! I feel like I know where this is going. Yeah, a little heads up. um, Anytime I say a name, you know, they might die. (laughs) Death. In 1864, uh, he actually began building a very large brewery. Uh, under William Lemp, the Western Brewery became the largest brewery in St. Louis. Okay. And then the largest outside of New York. How many breweries were there in St. Louis? Like 35. Were, for real? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. It was a big deal. Um, you might know it from, oh, where are my notes? There are other breweries in there. I think Anheuser-Busch is in there. Pabst was in there. Pabst was in Wisconsin, though, wasn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Sure was. Sorry, I'm wrong about it, but there was a bunch of like famous. Okay. St. Louis had a lot of. Huh. I didn't brew- know. Brewing activity. All right. Um. In 1870, Lemp was uh, by far the largest brewery in St. Louis, and the Lemp family symbolized the city's wealth and power. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, their beer controlled the lion's share of the St. Louis market. And it held that position until Prohibition. Uh, in 1892, the brewery was incorporated um, as the William J. Lemp Brewing Company. In 1897, two of the brewing industry's titans toasted each other when William Lemp's daughter, Hilda, married Gustav Pabst of the noted Milwaukee brewing family. So that's it. Ta-da! The two beer titans married oh, each man. other. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. They're going to take over the world. Right. Further demonstrating his innovation and business sense in 1878, uh, William installed the first refrigeration machine. Can I take a quick time out? Yeah. I just love that um, Johan had uh-huh. to change his name to Adam because he was 
so fearful of uh, discrimination. And his son went ahead and just named his daughter Hilda. Yeah. <laughs> NBD. We're the Lemp family. What? Yeah. I, <laughs> what you got? We own all the beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Incidentally, Hilda is you know, also the name of my point, cat. Yeah. I think at that point he's probably like, well, you know what? I was a, I was a mere grocer <laughs> and now I'm a fucking brewery. I'm a brewmaster. Yeah. I can do what I want. <laughs> I can be as German as I want. Uh, that's really funny <laughs> anyway he um created the first uh or it was his idea to um have the first refrigerated rail railway cars nice and so it was the uh successful attempt to um ship cold beer throughout the united states awesome what year was that 1878 that is impressive uh because of this um not only was lump beer uh, incredibly popular in America. It actually went from the train to uh, sea vessels mm-hmm. that were also refrigerated and became one of the biggest beers in the world. And how did they keep it refrigerated? Was this with on the on the sea or in the in, in the well both on the train? Um, Large blocks the, of ice installed the first refrigeration machine. So I'm not sure how they did that. It must have been some sort of... Um, it must have been like whole... Like pumping. Yeah. yeah. Generated. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to... Curious. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm sorry. Just asking. Curious. By the middle 1890s, the Lemp Brewery gained a national presence after introducing the popular Falstaff beer. Named which is, after the popular Shakespearean character... Falstaff. From, Falstaff from Henry the Fourth and Fifth. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. Uh, oh, were Anheuser and Bush down there? And uh, I think it was Budweiser then, and Anheuser Bush bought them. Were I they down in St. Louis? I mean, it is now because it's like that's the Budweiser. Got it. So somehow, but Bush was separate, and then yeah, Budweiser. Anheuser is different than. Bush. I mean, yeah, I don't really know. I don't care for either of those beers, so I don't. I'm just gonna go right out and say it. Got it. Come right out and say it. I don't like it. So the end. Um. Okay, so we've dealt with um, Adam. We've dealt with William, and now we're gonna deal with Billy, William J. Billy Lump Jr. Okay, who was born in 1867. (laughs) Sorry. He also went to St. Louis University. There he studied the art of brewing. Um, William Sr. also mm-hmm. had a son named Frederick, who was born in 1873, uh, who he thought would take over the company. Um, uh, Frederick actually had significant health problems. Um, on December 12, 1901, Frederick died of heart failure due to complications, uh, complications of diseases. Okay. So there's a lot going on there. He was only 28. Um, William Sr. became despondent after his son Frederick's death, and he uh, was on the decline. He was also dealt another blow in 1904 when his best friend Frederick Papps died. Oh, so was this father, like his son-in-law's father? Hilda's father-in-law? Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the kiddos got married because they were really good friends. Got it. Yeah. They kind of wanted to put their businesses together. Gotcha. And their parts together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to Billy, who I had mentioned before, um, uh, Billy had married Lillian Handlin, um, and they moved to a uh, uh, home down the road from uh, the Lemp Brewery. Okay. Um, Lillian Hanlon Lemp was named, nicknamed, the Lavender Lady for her oh. lavender-colored wardrobe and carriages. <laughs> now, this was not something that was very common during the time, but in 1908, she filed for divorce. Whoa. Yeah. She charged Billy with desertion, cruel treatment, and, quote, other indignities. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Uh-huh. Their divorce proceedings lasted only 11 days and ended in Lillian being granted her divorce and custody of uh, their only child. 
Billy the Third. Yeah, William the Third. <laughs> yeah, Billy the Third. Um, just. Well, I don't know if I, uh, I, I will say this. On the morning of uh, February 13th, 1904, Billy Lemp committed suicide. Wow. Uh, by gunshot. Okay. And he died at 10.15. Then I, the date might be wrong because I don't know why she's divorcing him in 1908 if he died in, in 1904. Yeah. So let's say I meant to write 1908. Okay. All right. Now, the reason why I'm telling you all this stuff is these... Um, they're a very close-knit family, and all of this all this pain and suffering really added up. They're actually in the home, and we'll get to it in a second. There are four suicides in that home. Wow. Yeah. Lots of people were dying. Um, they probably had what we would consider to be depression. Yeah. Um, but at the time, that's not what people thought that was. They thought they maybe had melancholy. Of course. Mm-hmm. You're just melancholy. Yeah. <laughs> so the Lemps were, were riding high, even though a lot of people were dying in their family. They were mm-hmm. riding high. Uh, they were, you know, this very wealthy family in um, St. Louis. But Prohibition begins. Okay. And um, that's going to do the end. Yep. They lose their shirt. Uh... They lose all of their money. They can't get it together. Uh, the brewery, the brewery itself was uh, sold at auction. What wasn't somebody like? But the tunnels, we have all these tunnels. I know where right? we can like transport all of this booze. They should have to Chicago. They should have. Ah, they should have the tunnels. Man, if I would have been there, I'd have been like the tunnels. <laughs> I know, but you're smart, Ugh. and you don't have melancholy. I don't have melancholy. The way that you know you can't run a business with melancholy. <laughs> What about and the infinite sadness? Yeah, that's a Smashing Pumpkins album. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rumor has it they're reuniting kids. Oh god, they're terrible. Oh well, stay apart. Billy Corgan is a piece of shit. He's not a great person. Yeah, he's like this conservative, horrible piece of shit. He has a a tea place in the suburbs. Oh great! Everyone go choke on tea there. Yep. JK, LOL, don't choke. Sorry, but Billy Corgan, come on. He's very tall. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Elsa Lemp Wright was Mm -hmm. the youngest daughter of William Sr. Okay. Um, She married Thomas Wright, who was the president of the Moore Jones Brass and Metal Company in 1910. So she made, that was a smart marriage. Yes. Good work, Mm -hmm. Elsa. Unfortunately. And then she became a, an ice queen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they separated in 1918, and in February of 1919, Elsa filed for divorce. What is happening? I don't think these are nice men. No, but I'm, like, these women, mm-hmm. modern modern women, I bet they wore pants, too. Maybe. She cited, among other things, quote, damage to her mental and physical health. Wow. The divorce was granted after a trial, but Elsa, get it together. She and Thomas reconciled and they married each other again. Well, you know. In 1920. Sometimes. She was the Elizabeth Taylor of the St. Louis Brewing set. Sometimes you need to make sure (laughs) that you're making the right decision. Well, later that month, (laughs) she shot herself in their bed. Oh my God. Which I shouldn't laugh at your reaction. Ah! You okay with that? Yeah. That was like a Rube Goldberg uh, thing. It's fine. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, they were married March of 1920, and she uh, shot herself on March 20th. Oh, my God. Wait, so women's suffrage happened, am I saying that right? Uh Uh-huh. 1918? I'm not sure. I think the amendment was passed in 1919, but I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But right around. I think around there. Okay. So, which would make sense with like maybe the divorce and filing because it was that time. Yeah. Um, You okay? Yeah. Just a little frazzled. You really really felt a lot for Elsa there. (laughs) It really, that's, I mean, it's a pretty striking story. That's, oh man. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Yeah. So 
a month after they reconciled and remarried, she shot herself. Within the month. Okay. Do you, is there any thought that maybe he shot her? Oh, I mean, I would think so. Okay. But I don't think that they thought that. Well, Jane Noel's detective agency is I on know, the case. I know. I, really I just wanted, put my cap on. I saw that. Your object work is extraordinary. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Most of the lemps shot themselves. Ugh. So, or did a ghost shoot them? Maybe. Ghost possession. Uh, in night, we were going to talk about William Lump the Third, Billy the Third. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in 1939, uh, William J. Lump the Third, the only son of Billy, um, licensed the Lump name to Central Breweries of East St. Louis. Okay. Central Breweries renamed itself the William J. Lump Brewing Company, and began a grand marketing campaign, resulting in increased sales for the new Lump beer. All right. Wait, when did Prohibition end? Um, 1934? Yeah. Okay. Maybe? So they were able to get it back going, or... This is, yeah, this is Where he licensed it to 1934 is when it ended. Uh, Or 33, I'm sorry. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I just, I'm trying to get the timeline. No, no, you're totally fine. So we're going to talk about Charles Lemp, who is the third son of William Sr. He was the final Lemp to live in the mansion starting in 1929. He left the brewery in 1970 to go in 1917 to go into banking and finance. He dabbled in politics. Mm-hmm. Um, he never married. Mm-hmm. Lived with his dog in the mansion. Gay. Perhaps. <laughs> he shot himself. Oh, my God. Well, hold on. It gets worse, sort of. No, he, did he shoot the dog, he too? He did. God damn it. He shot the dog, then he shot himself, and he uh, left this note, quote, St. Louis, Mo, May 9th, 1949, in case I am found dead, blaming on no one but me. Charles A. Lump. Ugh. So. Why did he have to shoot the dog? I think, I don't know. I, I, I think it was his best friend, and I think that he wanted to be spend an eternity with the dog maybe or maybe he was afraid of what was going to happen to the dog who knows he was not necessarily in his right mind oh yeah he was the fourth lump to shoot himself oh my god um after charles's death the only survivor the only surviving son of william uh was edwin Uh, Edward worked in the brewery until 1913. Uh, after his retirement, he dedicated himself to many charitable causes, primarily the St. Louis Zoo. Hey. Yeah. And hey, guys, in 1970, Edwin died at the age of 90. So he was the only one to survive the melancholy. Yes. <laughs> he did something very strange, though. Okay. I I mean, I would expect no, no, no less. No less. They're very yeah. weird. Um. His final order to his caretaker was to destroy his art collection and all of his family's heirlooms. <laughs> I will share with this with no one. <laughs> I don't know why. That's very selfish. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you want your legacy to go on? I don't, share... I don't know that he thought that it was. I mean, unless his art collection consisted of like Hitler's artwork no, or I don't think so. John Wayne Gacy's clown pictures. Maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, because of all the death that had happened in that house, um, most of it, violent suicide. Uh, strangely, I know I didn't say it as, as I was reading through this. I, I, I read a lot more online than I put in my notes. Um, uh, four shots to the head. Um, I believe at least two out of the four of them happened in bed. Okay. Which just well, seems... But if you're, if you're suffering from depression and you can't get out of bed... Yeah. You keep the gun under the pillow. Is this a cry for help? No, I'm just, I've heard from, I've heard. <laughs> Isn't that what you do? I don't know. I've never fired a weapon. I wouldn't know. I never have either. I think I would, it would make me cry. I think it would hurt my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think two things. I think either it would make me cry or I would like it too much. So I just oh, don't need to do it. What an interesting, yeah. yeah, double side to that coin. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, 
eight, <laughs> mine are both uh, based in the weakness. I think it would hurt my hand, and if it didn't hurt my hand, it would hurt my ear. Oh, and we can't mess with that. No. Um, yeah, so we will never shoot guns. Yeah. I mean, but do you want to go? I mean, kind of, but no. Yeah. I mean, I can go to, like, a, an arcade and oh, yeah. shoot, like, and then I, like, I love that power. Yeah, me too. It's not the same. I get that. Dave and Buster's has this amazing Kraken game. Mm-hmm. Have you played it? No. You, like, sit in a uh, reasonable facsimile of a uh, boat. Mm, okay. It's 3D. And you're shooting at a Kraken? Well, one of the many The things. Kraken? The Kraken. Awesome. Let's go sometime. A deal. Okay. Um, they just opened an Emporium in the West Loop. Oh. Which I'm pretty excited about. Do you think it has the Kraken game? I don't know, but I walked by it today and I was like, oh, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> Hi, I have some I have some tokens I'd like to use here. Well, y'all, we're going to go uh, back to the Lump Mansion and Brewery, shall okay, we? Okay, let's please. Because I would like to talk about... <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah, I mean. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about ghostesses and stuff. Okay. Um, By the way, we're at 31 minutes, which I think might be a record for you. Hey, look at me. Um, I'm twerking, everybody. Well done. Uh, from 1975 to 1977, the mansion was being renovated and restored to its former Victorian beauty. Um, always a bad... No, I mean... You're disturbing. You're disturbing. You're messing with those ghosts. Yeah. They're going to come out. Yep. Um, so anyway, this is not a surprise, but workmen began reporting... Uh, uh, many, many, many paranormal experiences. Um, they said that they would uh, uh, feel um, anxious and cranky entities uh, in and around them. They would feel like they were being pushed or micromanaged in their efforts. Um <laughs> Like if they were if they were taking a wheelbarrow one way, it would be like it would veer off another way. Right. So they felt like they were just kind of being bossed around by a bossy okay. pants. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. Start over here first. Yeah, You're working backwards. <laughs> the uh, this is weird too. The on-site supervisors felt um, micromanaged in their um, hiring of workmen. They okay. sort of felt like when somebody kind of showed up that, ugh, I don't know the way to explain it, but like maybe like a, a ne'er-do-well or like mm-hmm. seemed like a day worker or something, they would, <laughs> they would feel like shivers and cold breezes. And um, if, if they were thinking about offering that person a job, they would immediately decide not to. So they really felt micromanaged by the family about who they wanted in their house. Oh, okay. According to them, uh, workers who worked there felt harassed. Mm -hmm. They felt slamming doors, uh, or saw slamming doors, I guess. Um, heard, heard, um, they would hear ghostly noises. They said, Wait, they, what are ghostly noises? I'm not sure. Clinking up my, tra- my chains. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. I wish it was just as, like, like, as simple as like, bloop. Hey, uh, hey, Bob. Bloop. Gary. <laughs> Gary. Gary. It's me, Billy. <laughs> Billy the third. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what ghostly noises Billy are. Jr. Jr. <laughs> um... They would feel, um, oh, they would feel, uh, uh, the burning sensation of staring eyes. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. Nope. Um, there was a painter who was doing restorative work on the ceiling. Okay. Who reported that he felt, uh, an impatient presence watching his every effort. Uh, it got to him so much um, that he ended up um, leaving the site. He did not want to continue working there. Yeah. It was hard for them to keep workers in there. Okay. You don't say, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I would not have stepped foot. 
Four people have shot themselves here? No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. And they're real dicks about me redoing their house. I mean, come on. Um, the attic. So now I'm just going to kind of go place by place. Um, this one's really weird. And it also, I will say this, it's anachronistic to the way that we speak now. So I'm just going to go ahead and put a footnote in here. Um, I in, in no way mean to offend anybody. All right. Well, All right. I'll be the judge of that. So the entity of a monkey face boy haunts oh. the third floor, <laughs> attic hallway and storage room. It's that kid from Jumanji. Remember Close. when the kid turns into a monkey face boy in Jumanji? No, but that it's happens. not that. Okay. Um, people say that this, uh, this boy is wandering around looking for love and attention. Oh. Guests have heard him. Guests and staff have heard him speaking and imploring them to, quote, come play with me. Oh, man. Now, Ugh. this is this is the part where we don't talk like this anymore. Um, one of the Lemp secrets is that they did have a son who had Down syndrome. And oh. guess where they left him? In the attic? Oh, yeah. Oh. In yes. the disappointments room? The, yeah. The 1980 or the 1880s version of... Uh, uh, yeah. So... And they called him a mongoloid? I don't know. Um, I, I didn't get a name on him, but apparently... Uh, yeah. That's sad. So... That's so sad to me. People on the streets have seen a, uh, a small boy that looks as though he has Down syndrome peeking out of a tiny window in the attic. Oh my God. I'm going to cry. Okay. Yep. Paranormal investigators have left toys in the attic in a marked spot. And when they come back, excuse me, the toy is always found in another part of the room. Oh God. Okay. Another paranormal investigator felt something tugging on his hair in the attic hallway, Mm -hmm. just outside of the little boy's room. So, um, that's the attic. The attic was used to, House and hide what the lumps consider to be a disappointment. Oh, that's devastating. Yeah. Um, and I take you to the front stairs. <laughs> okay. Uh, guests have heard running um, mm-hmm. and fast footsteps on the front stairs. Okay. They hear someone kicking in the door. Um, some people think this. That when Charles Lemp shot himself in his second floor bedroom, a servant ran up the steps and had to kick the door down to get him. Um, remind me, which one was Charles? Charles was, let's see. Sorry. Um, no, that's okay. We had Adam, then we had William, then we had Billy, then Elsa, then William III, and then Charles. Charles was the one... Um, just before Edwin. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So he was the one that shot himself and his dog. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Nope. That's okay. Um, people have recorded videos of orbs going up and down the stairs. Mm -hmm. They also report, um, feeling being watched, uh, from the main stairway. Okay. Uh, we're going to take you to the back stairway. Now, the back stairway is usually in, in big mansions. is basically the servant's, servants stairway. Right. Um, oh, our dog is back. No. Yeah. What kind of a dog was it? I don't know. Ugh, I'm picturing it as some kind of like... I was thinking like a terrier. Terrier. Were yes. You? Okay. Yes. yes. Great. <laughs> we're psychic <laughs> with each other. <laughs> But that seems about right. I uh, think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently on the back stairway, people can hear the panting of a dog <laughs> and they can hear the clicking of its nails going up and down the Aww. stairs. Yeah. Um, they can hear sometimes the dragging of his um, chain or collar. Okay. And um, they believe the dog is going up and down the stairs uh, between the floors looking for Charles. No. Ugh, everything's so sad about this place. I know, it's not nice. Um, in the William Lemp Suite, a white apparition of an older gentleman is seen with a two-inch beard 
um, in the sitting room by the window near the sliding door that leads to his bedroom. So they have a full-bodied apparition of an older gentleman with a two-inch beard. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Which is fascinating. I didn't see any pictures necessarily of somebody with a two-inch beard, but that's so specific. Yeah. Um, in one of these bedrooms, uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's in William Lemp's suite. They see, uh, a presence, uh, near the mirror of a large clothes closet, which is a freestanding antique. So in that room, they feel a presence and oftentimes see an apparition. Okay. Might be William Lemp himself. Okay. Now, you remember the Lavender Lady? I do, yes. Yeah. So she's coming back here. Okay. Um, she was... She was married to Billy Jr. She was. She was Lillian Handlin Lemp. And so she has a whole story about her suite. So this is about the Lavender Lady suite. There's a strong scent of lavender, um, which sometimes permeates the furniture. It's not just in the air. Okay. Yeah. I love the smell of lavender. I adore it. It's so good. And it's soothing. so great. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> we just sounded like those NPR ladies. We totally did. Yeah. Um, this is creepy. I don't think you'll like this. But. <laughs> don't tell me. No, no tell me. I have to tell you. So this is in the Lavender Lady Suite. They're not sure if it's uh, she herself or uh, who. But it's a shadow, and the shadow slips between the crack of the room and the bathroom door. Nope. Don't like that. Yeah, that doesn't... Nope. That doesn't feel good. No. Nope. (laughs) So they see see maybe an apparition, and then it hits the wall like a shadow, and then it just... Nope. Yep. Yeah. Don't like that. Nope. Um... They typically keep this door locked, the Lavender Lady Suite, mm-hmm. um, but they have often uh, locked it, come back a few minutes later, and found the door standing wide open. Okay. Happens often enough that they think it's paranormal. I would, yeah. Okay. We now take you to the first floor. Now, this is something I don't like. I don't know if you know this about me. No, I don't know. I don't like music that cannot be identified from a source. I, I mean, why would anyone like that? <laughs> There's nothing fun about that. It really bothers me. Do you remember the Bush twins in yes. the uh, <laughs> White House episode? Um, uh, when Jenna Bush was like, I could hear an orchestra playing from the oh, fireplace. Yeah. No, I don't like that either. Yeah, me and Barbara ran. Me and Barbara ran into our beds and covered our heads. That is the best thing to do in that scenario. Yeah. Because where else will you go? Um, Just hide. No, I'm out. Under the covers. I'm out. Uh, But on the first floor, there's a piano. And (laughs) it's apparently played by... It's not like a player piano. It's a regular old piano. Nope. And people can hear... um, People can hear it playing. (laughs) And... uh, Apparently, it plays ragtime and ragtime only. No. <laughs> no. See, I actually, like, have, like, a sick feeling in my stomach right now. That would... I would not enjoy that. No. That's... No. There's so many things you could do to scare... Like, scare me, and I'd be like, ah, I don't know. Uh, if suddenly I started hearing ragtime from a piano that no one was playing... Yeah. It makes me, like, a little vomity. Yeah. Who knows? Just I'd probably die, and then I'd figure out who it was. Nope. No, we're going to take you to your favorite room. What do you think that is? Um, the bar. The bar. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> your and my favorite room. The kitchen? Uh, the bar, yes. Think think kitchen, but better. But better. And you don't okay. have to fuck around with food. <laughs> yeah. Right? For real. Uh-huh. Um, in the bar... Drinks have been known to stir themselves. <laughs> I wish. Right? I mean, that's not scary. That's just efficient. That's so good. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother, uh, my whole life, um, my grandma Bunny, she um, <clears throat> likes to drink 
She likes bourbon and diets. Delish. And it's really amazing to go out to a restaurant with her because she asks for um, this much bourbon, which she makes about like a half an inch with her finger. That looks like two inches, dude. No. Nah. Yeah. Well, your perception, dude. Uh, and then in a, in a big glass. So she, she orders a tall and they give her a double every time and she doesn't realize it. But, um, when she's making them for herself at home, she has no need for a stir straw because she has her finger. Got it. And Bunny has always used her finger to stir her drinks and we all just watch. And that's why she has ringworm. And that is why she has ringworm. (laughs) My experience is not just about uh, the supernatural. It is uh, a public service announcement. We get part of our funding from um, the Centers for Disease Control. Yeah, CDC. So just so you know, um, one of the last things you want to do is visit, say, a barn or hang out with a horse and then stir your drink with your finger. Right, right. Yeah, We. so if she had someone to stir those drinks for her, man. But here's the thing about old buns. She's healthier than all of us and is going to outlive every single one of us. We just need to get her one of these ghosts to stir her drink. She is 95 pounds, had eight children, and and smoked and drank during every single one of her pregnancies. Mm -hmm. She's a champ. She's a champ. Look at her go. She's more energy than I do. She's now the first lady. She is the first lady of all of us. (laughs) (laughs) She's definitely going to outlive me. Yeah. Mark my words. But you're 72. That's true. Um, In the bar, Noel, mm-hmm. glasses move and break by themselves. Okay. Less efficient. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, not cool. Yeah. You have to get cheaper glasses, I think. You can't use uh, the glasses that we're both using are high spirits mm-hmm. uh, swag. I mean, just I would some... hate for a ghost to break my high spirits glass. No, it would be devastating. Just get some solo cups. Call it a day. No, you can't drink booze out of solo cups, can you? Uh, I've certainly done it. <laughs> <laughs> Red solo cup. I guess everybody has. I mean, that's, yeah. You but went I to li- college. I, yeah, but I like the taste. I like I like drinks in glasses. I mean, who doesn't? But Okay. Are we really drinking at this bar? At the Lemp bar? Yeah. Fuck yes. I can drink there? Oh, no. We're not allowed inside. That, okay. <laughs> I thought, I thought when you asked, like, are we are we really, like, my answer, of course, is yes. Yeah. Um, I think, Noelle, what we need to do is take a trip down through Alton. Mm-hmm. So go from Chicago, maybe through Peoria, which is, sorry to our Peoria listeners, kind of a shithole, but there's some haunted stuff there. Okay. Go to Alton, which is considered... Um, the most haunted haunted town in um, Illinois. Okay. And then head across the river to St. Lou and see if we can um, hit up the uh, Lep Mansion. All right. I mean, you don't have to. I don't want to twist your... I'm going to be in St. Louis soon. We'll talk about that later. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe you could work and I can go to the Lep Mansion. <laughs> I thought that might be where this is going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Take this for what it for what it's worth. Um, in Lavender Lady's dining room, um, an investigator from the Missouri Ghost Hunter Society was pushed out of the door. Oh, yeah, he was pushed out of the room, not too gently, by a male presence. Okay. Um, additionally, Billy Junior probably Mabes. He's like, get out of my house. This is my lady's dining room. Mm -hmm. Apparently people say the paintings of the people in this dining room seem to follow you around as you move. Oh. But that's like a phenomenon that everyone sort of feels. Yeah. Like old paint paintings of people, like those eyes are going to weird you out. It's like that, that, um, picture of white Jesus. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I My no mom's. Idea. What is this? <laughs> you know the one where it's like, he's like, got his hand, like, got what his chest. Doing? And he's got like the flowy locks and he's the, like, green <laughs> eyes. And you just feel like he's watching you wherever you go. No. You totally know what I'm talking about. We're going to pull up a picture. My mom's aunt uh, gave that painting to everyone for their wedding. 
Oh. And it's kind of creepy. And Why is it called White Jesus? Well, no, it's not called White Jesus. It's Jesus, but he is white <laughs> in the painting, so I call him White Jesus. <laughs> Because, let's face it, Jesus was not white. Probably Um, not. 99.9% chance, no. But I remember, like, being at my aunt's house as a child and watching uh, the movie Agnes of God with her. And (laughs) she had the painting directly above her television. (laughs) And all I could do was, like, watch... um, Jesus, like watching me, and I like did not sleep. Jesus that night. watching you, watching Agnes, of watching God. Agnes of God. And if you're not familiar with Agnes of God, uh, it's a horrible story about a novice nun who gets pregnant, and she thinks that she was impregnated by God, but really she was raped. That's awful. It's a terrible story, but it's a great movie starring one Jane Fonda. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. Yep. Um, that, but that painting definitely was like, had those eyes that followed you wherever you went. Yeah. There was a picture in my grandmother's house of, um, some relative that looked (laughs) like a vampire. I gotta be honest (laughs) with you. (laughs) Like a cross between a German Andrew Jackson and a vampire. It was above her grand piano. Oh my God. And my sister and brother and I would run. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> through this long hallway to get away from him. <laughs> Vampire died. Ajax is after me. Yeah. <laughs> when she died, my uh, uncle took that picture and I was like, so thankful that it did not end up anywhere. Oh my God. Me. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to go to the dining area. Okay. In the living room. Um, guests have been touched by a presence not seen. Mm-hmm. A full, lifelike apparition of a man is seen sitting at a table. Um, <laughs> Waiting for his dinner. Yep. Um, when asked what he's doing there, he vanishes. Okay. In the downstairs women's bathroom, uh, women have reported uh, seeing a solid apparition of a man peeking over the stall. Ugh. <laughs> This room was originally William Lemp Jr.'s private bathroom. Oh. I don't know that he's a peeper, but... Yeah, maybe he's like, get out of my bathroom. He's like, what's this? This is my place. Maybe he doesn't know he's dead. And he (gasps) thinks they're ghosts. And he's like, oh, it's like the others. Yeah. Did I ruin that for everybody? Yeah. Sorry. A couple episodes before. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Continually. Keeps coming back to that right. damn movie. That's because it's that good. Um, got some more hauntings. This is a pretty haunted place, right, now. It sounds like it. Delivering on the haunts. I think we should go. Um, can we go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The areas, the area around the sealed off tunnel, um, is said to be haunted. I'm so bummed we can't go in those tunnels. I know. I know. The staff who uh, go into this area, this tunnel area off the basement, call it the Gates of Hell. Ooh. Yeah. Psychics sense an angry, silent, shadowy figure intensely pacing back and forth in front of that sealed tunnel. Oh. Yeah. What's behind there? Just, just death. (laughs) Um, What's hiding down there? Storage. Mm Mm-hmm. Just storage. There's stuff in there. Got it. Gotta keep my thing somewhere. I'm just like, just sorry. That's where all the paintings are. That's probably where yeah. the artwork is. Yeah. They never destroyed it. <gasps> it's in the tunnels. Uh, in the large, in uh, another large dining room, uh, one investigator spotted a misty apparition, apparition floating up by the archway. Okay. Floating. Uh, wait, all right. This is our only second float. Remember Bridget Bishop? Bridge Bish? Bridge Bish. From the Salem uh, Witch Trials. Uh, yeah. She was flown. Okay. <laughs> and then here we go. I have done so much research. I have I've been ensconced in this world. I don't often hear. Even floating. though even though I think in, in terms of entertainment, people talk about floating. Um, most 
first-hand accounts do not include yeah. floating. Okay. Yeah. Everyone floats down here. Gross. Hmm. Anyway, this misty apparition floats. Okay. Um, in the dining room, tablecloths have been uh, torn off of tables. Wow. Yeah. Um, tables have been moved and disrupted when people have their backs to them. Um, and then finally, in this same room, uh, the living believe they feel a presence looking over their shoulders. Oof. They often feel that pretty heavily. That's such a creepy feeling. Yeah. You guys, the Lemp family did my dream, which is to uh, open a brewery and make tons of money. Yeah. But here's the thing. Beer and money can't buy you love. Um, they all had a very sad life, and uh, many of them took their own lives. And their uh, Lemp Mansion and Brewery is a testament to their uh, tragedy in Hawkins. That's very sad. So the it, it's now just like a tour tourist place, or I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you can get in all the time. I think I read somewhere that they might do some like Halloween events. Do people live there? No. So it's just it's just like twenty seven acres of. What? Like, is anything happening there? Not sure. It might be. Um, I'm not sure. I, I should probably look this up and, and follow up on the <clears throat> website. Um, what is its rating on TripAdvisor? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but it might be a historical landmark, or it might be something taken care of by the city, or something like that. 4.4 stars on Google. I don't think... Oh, can you go on? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I don't think um, it's privately owned, although I could be wrong. I didn't include it. Oh, there's a restaurant where you can go eat? We're eating there. Enjoy our comedy mystery dinner theater every Friday and Saturday night. Okay, two words for you. Fuck no. <laughs> or, or maybe. Sunday, Sunday family-style fried chicken dinner. Oh, I've definitely looked into this place before. Uh, we're the perfect location for your special occasion. Weddings, banquets, rehearsal dinners, business luncheons, bridal or baby showers, anniversary or birthday parties. So it's open as like an event space. Oh, cool. Yeah. They have stand-up comedy? <clears throat> they have a uh, comedy th- mystery dinner theater Ew. in St. Louis. So, Well, we have to go. Is it haunted? Uh, um, I mean, we must go. Yeah. Also, if you're in the uh, STL, uh, if you're Nelly, oh my God, if you're Nelly, email us anyway. But if you're in the STL and you have some more uh, information, uh, with regard to the Lemp Mansion and Brewery, please uh, shoot us an email at highspiritchicago at gmail.com. As always, you can reach us at Facebook at High Spirit Chicago Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we're on the Insta. We're on the, uh, we're on, yeah. High Spirits Chicago. Uh-huh. Correct. Uh, you can stay here. It's an inn now. Oh, well, let's stay there. Maybe. <laughs> I stay with bravado, although I had the shit scared out of me when I was on my trip, so. Yeah. <sighs> cool. It's yeah. a, it's a really beautiful building. Going. I want to go to the tunnels. I do too. Although I feel like I would get claustrophobic. Maybe. I'd feel fine until the apparition touched me. Yeah. <laughs> but I would ask it. I would redirect. I would be like, touch Noelle's hair. <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, Noelle, anything you want to say in closing? Nope. Ladies, <laughs> if, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, listening to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we have people listening all over the world. Thank you. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's nice to have you. Yeah. Um, if you ever want us to talk about something that's happening in your area of the world, we would be happy to do that. So just drop us a line. Um, otherwise, we'll probably just keep talking about breweries. I mean, I have other things. We haven't gotten to trolls or goblins. <laughs> banshees. We, we kind of talked about banshees once. We banshed up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. There's plenty of things. We got stuff. Gnomes. I don't think gnomes are supernatural. 
there's a gnome thing. I think last podcast on the left did a thing with gnomes. Oh, really? Yeah. If I remember, that was a while ago. Um, yeah. There, I don't think I can touch, I don't think I can come close to the work that they did with gnomes. So I'm I sure it was extraordinary. I won't go there. Uh, but don't worry. We've got a lot. I mean, vampires. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I'll just, um, when you're out of town, I'm just going to do an audiobook of Twilight. You do that, buddy. <laughs> you do that. All right, ladies and don't gentlemen. Put, don't put my name on it, please. Oh, girl, I won't. Um, I'm Jay Segman, and I am drinking Daisy Cutter from Half Acre Brewing Company. This is my pal Noel, and she is drinking. I am drinking a Boda Box Cabernet. It's a wine in a box. That's right. Uh, my friend Noel has one last terrible, frightening thing to say to ye. Sweet dreams.